This episode of Anchored in Milwaukee, the official podcast of FC Milwaukee Torrent, is sponsored by Atlanta Mortgage and Sobelman's Pub. If you'd like to learn more about sponsoring the club, email us at sales at milwaukeetorrent.com. Hello and welcome. It's a brand new day and a brand new week, and it's time for a brand new episode of Anchored in Milwaukee, the official FC Milwaukee Torrent podcast. We're now available everywhere you can find podcasts, so look for us on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere else you download your podcasts. I'm your host, Luke, and I'm here to navigate you through the waters of all things FC Milwaukee Torrent soccer. I'm excited for our guest today. It's the first time in the show we're going to step outside that player-owner-coach triangle and speak with a Torrent fan. But not just any fan, one of the founding members of the Flood. And he's going to be here to tell us about the history and the current endeavors of the Torrent supporter group. Later, we will answer your questions. But before we can get to any of that, we need to update you on the latest news for your FC Milwaukee Torrent. Midfielder Taylor DeLong has joined the women's team. DeLong is from Greendale and attends Clark University in Iowa. Joining her in that torrent midfield will be Mackenzie Balasarek. Balasarek is also a midfielder who grew up in Muskego and graduated from there to go on to Eastern Illinois. Welcome to the torrent, ladies. On the men's side, a goalkeeper was finally announced. Cameron Polly was signed for the 2021 roster. Polly is a whopping six foot four and a Milwaukee native. He's been playing collegiately at Rockford University. Joining him will be Jules Paisalon. Jules is a midfielder at Grace College in Indiana. He also happens to hail from the great city of Paris, France, making him the first French player in Torrent history. Torrent also made some announcements about their Super Y League. The Super Y League is for youth teams, and the Torrent announced that they will have nine different teams competing in this year's league. This marks the first year the Torrent have participated in the Super Y League. Kids in the Milwaukee area should also be keeping their eyes open. The Torrent teased on their Twitter account that the annual joint camp that is held with Bayer Leverkusen in Milwaukee will be giving out registration information very soon. We are excited now to be joined by our guest, a diehard Torrent fan and founding member of the Flood. Dylan Dooley joins us. Dylan, welcome to Anchored in Milwaukee. How you doing? Good, how are you? Good, good. Thanks for being on today. Good, thank you for having me on. I appreciate the opportunity and super excited. Awesome, we are excited to have you. And the first thing I wanted to ask is just for anyone who is not familiar, just tell us about what the Flood is. Uh, so the Flood is the official supporters group of the Milwaukee Torrent. Um, FC Milwaukee Torrent. Sorry, still <laughs> getting used to the name change. <laughs> for sure. Uh, it's been five, six years almost with the same name. So it'd be a little hard to adjust. Um, but yeah, we uh, hang out at the games, pregame together in the parking lot, and it's just a, a good time to hang out and have fun. Awesome. So soccer is obviously important to you, and you're very involved in it. When did you first get passionate about the sport? Did you play it as a kid, or how did that come about? Uh, no, I never actually played my whole life. Um, I watched the World Cups growing up and the U.S. soccer, and that was about it. And then um, when I was in high school, a friend of mine got me into got me into playing the FIFA games, and the first team I ever played with was Newcastle United. Uh, so that became my favorite team. 
I think back then they used to do it like alphabetized and I was right in the middle. So it was just the first team that popped up and I said, let's roll with it. Um, and then when the Milwaukee Torrent were founded in 2015, uh, the same friend who introduced me to the Premier League was like, hey, there, there's this new opportunity in Milwaukee of soccer. Um, seems like a good idea. Let's go check it out. So ever since then, uh, watched the first game at UWM and been hooked ever since. So how did the flood come to be, you know, united as one group? Can you take us back to that story? Um, so Derek and Mike were the first two who kind of like started everything. And uh, I didn't really realize what they were doing at one game. The first game I brought a Vuvuzela and they were like, hey, like you should come hang out with us. So then ever since then, I uh, just kind of joined them and yeah, right from the first game. So it's been good. Uh, did a lot of different trips. Uh, the first season that they played in the conference when they won uh, back in 2016, I think it was, uh, did over like 1,280, I think so, like 1,280 miles, uh, went to every single road game. So it was just a lot of fun. And uh, since day one, I've been bought in. Nice. So when you're starting out, is it just the three of you in that supporter section? Uh, yeah, uh, pretty much. <laughs> People kind of looked at us weird, and it, it's grown a little bit and shrunk and grown and shrunk and grown. Um, it's definitely not where I want it to be. Uh, there's definitely so much room for improvement. When we went to um, Detroit, that was like one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my whole life was just 5,000 people screaming, yelling, just going bananas for something that they truly have passion for. And uh, I would love to see something similar to that here in Milwaukee. So we, we start out that first year and we're, we're up at E-Line. And uh, what is it like in that stands? And then how did you feel when they announced they were moving to Hart Park? Uh, I personally loved the atmosphere of E-Line. Uh, you're so close to the field at Hart Park with the track around the field and then being elevated as well. Um, you just feel so distant from the game. So that's one thing that I definitely miss about Uline. Um, but Hart Park has the room for growth, uh, way bigger stands. We're able to spread out more, just more uh, friendly for future growth. How many people were probably standing with you guys when it came to the end of that first season at Uline? Uh, I'd say between five and ten okay. people i uh, finally brought some friends along to games and they came over and joined us they might not have been yelling and screaming the whole time <laughs> um, but they were with us and it was just fun to be around friends hanging out at the game and what happens with the flood when you're not at game days what are some of the you know meetings and events and activities that you guys do sure um we typically have two or three meetings in the off season just kind of get together, um, talk about what we want to do for the upcoming season. Um, just like any kind of group, you have people who just want to show up on game day, which is okay. Um, but there's definitely a lot of moving pieces behind the scenes that don't necessarily get thought of or talked about. Um, and I enjoy that side of things a lot. Um, so we've done different things like cleaning up the park. Um, Mitch helped organize that and was able to uh, provide for that. Nice. And tell us a little bit about Mitch, because he's one of the newer members, but he seems like he's been pretty involved. Sure. Um, Mitch came from Minnesota, uh, Minneapolis City, I believe is the name. Um, he was a huge supporter there, 
uh, got their supporter section started. And when he came to the torrent here in Milwaukee, uh, he definitely really helped um, get people motivated inside the group uh, to start making TIFOs and just really getting um, forward thinking and trying to produce the best possible thing we could. And who are some of the other members of the flood that have either newer or been there for a while? Um, so Derek, Mike, uh, myself, Dustin, um, Brad, trying to think who else, uh, Carl and Bill. Um, unfortunately it's only a group of like seven on a good day to, well, 20 on a good day, but, uh, typically it's about seven to 10 of us there. Um, I just wish there was a way that we could get people who come to the games to realize that it's not just like, Hey, there's some weird guys playing drums and singing the whole game. Like it's, it's a totally different mindset. And, um, yeah. Tell, tell us about that though. Tell us what that mindset is. So maybe if uh, we can get a few of them listening here, they can kind of understand what you're talking about. Sure. So it's just like a passion for not only the sport, um, but just the Milwaukee tournament in general. Um, the players are putting their heart and soul out on the field as well as the coaches. And uh, for us as fans, we just want to give that energy back to them. So we're able to do that with playing instruments such as drums or vuvuzela, waving flags, singing different songs. Uh, I'm the one guy that brings smoke to every game. So anytime there's a goal, light off two, three smoke bombs. And it's just a big party. Um, and it'd be fun to get more people to uh, come and join that because it's truly a special experience that you won't get anywhere in southeastern Wisconsin. So say I'm a newer person that's coming to a torrent game for the first time and I see you guys, you know, and some of you have your faces painted and wrestling masks and flags and you're going nuts and I kind of want to be a part of it, but it can be a little bit intimidating if you don't know anyone to just wander over and jump in. So what would you say to that fan that might be sitting in the stands kind of wishing they would, but need a little push? Sure, definitely. Um, We're always there before the game uh, in the parking lot and stuff, hanging out, and then before the match, we do go inside. Um, I don't know. You just kind of, if you do feel like joining or you say, hey, that looks cool, maybe I want to think about doing it, you can even just come stand behind everybody. You don't even have to come up, start singing, nothing yet. See if you like it, experience it. Um, DM us on Twitter. We're on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, don't have an Instagram, but that's in the works. Uh, so, yeah, there's definitely different ways that you can reach out. Uh, we're all humans. Uh, I like interacting with different people, um, so feel free to come. I'm always in American flag clothing with my touring gear. So halftime, whatever it is, feel free to come out and uh, ask questions. You want to be part of it, everybody's welcome. What have you found to be the most rewarding thing about being a part of a group like the Flood? Um, I'd have to say just like the players talking to them after the matches and stuff like that. Um, just how they, some of the newer players who have come from Argentina and stuff like that, uh, explain learning about their experiences. And even though we're nowhere near that, um, just that they have the appreciation for what we're trying to do, what we're trying to create at the game. Um, 
like, hey, you're the dude with the smoke. And all the players always come up to me. Hey, do you have more smoke bombs? Light them off. Light them off. And I'm like, well, you got to score goals, you know. Um, but it, it's fun. That's like my favorite part of it, definitely. And giving back to the community uh, when we can. What are some of the biggest challenges? And, and we'll put the p- pandemic aside for a moment. But what have been some of the biggest challenges over the last four or five years of just being a part of an organization like this and trying to grow it? Sure. Um, I think just getting people, first of all, to know what the Milwaukee Torrent are. Uh, you can go to Miller Park, now AmFam Field, ask 43,000 people, hey, have you ever heard of the Milwaukee Torrent, FC Milwaukee Torrent? And you might have two or three people in the whole crowd who will say, yeah, I know about them. So just growing the Torrent, and once we're able to start growing the knowledge of the Torrent, I think uh, the flood will just come with that. There's definitely a, a big soccer community here in Milwaukee, and I wish that more of the people would start to buy in to what we have here instead of waiting in the shadows for what could potentially come or not come in five, ten years. Uh, we have talent here. We have great coaches, great ownership. Like We have the product here. It's time for you to buy in. So now, now let's hit on the pandemic because it's impossible to do anything this year and not talk about it. You know, you guys are the, the torrent and the flood are building some momentum with some new faces and new leagues and everything comes to a standstill. There are no games played in 2020. How does a group like the flood stay in contact and kind of stay relevant during a time like that? Uh, we have group chats on uh, Facebook and stuff that uh, people are a part of. We're able to communicate that way through text, phone call. Um, we like interacting with people on Twitter, uh, sometimes throwing some memes out there and giving slack to other teams. Um, so it's just fun. It's, it's more than just show up on game day. Let's have fun. Like we want, I personally want the flood to be something that it's kind of like a lifestyle. Like we're going to support the team on and off the field in the off season. Like it's just stuff that you should be able to do with free time that you have. So if I'm I'm looking to join the the flood at this stage and I want to be more than just a guy who shows up on game day, what type of commitment are you talking about? Are you looking from people in an ideal scenario? We know it's going to vary, but what would be the ideal? Sure. Um, help organizing uh, different game day operations or uh, different outings that we could do. Obviously, with COVID, it's a little different, um, but there's definitely different types of fundraising things that are um, on the back burners it's just we need more people to get involved so it's not just hey the same two people go clean the park every saturday um on twitter their twitter handle is at mke flood uh we're open to suggestions anytime people want to reach out and just say hey um i've been a fan of the torrent for a while how do i get involved uh what kind of things can we do to help grow the flood Um, We're definitely open to suggestions. We want as much good and negative feedback uh, as feedback is always good. So what are some of those game day operations that you mentioned? What's a game day like if I'm a member of the flood? Sure. Um, So let's say we have a two o'clock kickoff. Uh, Typically I get there about 12, 1230, uh, start helping set up TIFU, the TIFOs, normally T-Man has most of that set up by like 6 a.m. because he's a go-getter. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just come hang out. We sit uh, sit and stand right outside the gate. 
with the grill. Usually just grill some brats, drink, people are drinking beer. Um, it's just a good time. And then uh, once the game is going, just be part of the singing, cheering. And then after the game, we take about 15, 20 minutes, clean everything up, and then just kind of hang out after the game. So you you've mentioned uh, you know what it means to you to to know that the uh, the the players feel your support and while it's not your main goal I have to imagine there's uh, some negative reactions you may get from opposing players that that sometimes have to feel good as well but what are some of your favorite memories either at Eline or Hart Park of the the flood as a, a group being involved in a game? Um, I remember the FC Columbus game. Uh, that was huge when we scored the game winner super late in that game. Uh, that definitely speaks out to me. Uh, scoring two against Napa Valley in the um, Members' Cup, that was good. Uh, probably my favorite memory is when Detroit City came for the very first time to Milwaukee. Um, and they were sitting there with probably 150, 200 people. And they're singing and drumming away. And our fans were just like blown away at that. Um, and I think it was good for them to realize like what kind of potential uh, the flood has, uh, just to kind of see that. And when we scored the goal and lit off the smoke bomb, just to see their face of like, are they actually doing this right now? Uh, that was super funny. Uh, Nice. And what what was it like? Because, you know, there's been some, some trophy wins. You mentioned it in the first year. They won their conference plus the Michigan wins. What does it mean uh, as a member of the flood when those the Torrent had those rivalry games? Uh, nothing beats a good rivalry. Um, I've been to Muskegon, uh, took the bus, the boat, I'm sorry, over Lake Michigan. Um, and just like the pure passion from the players in those games, you could see it more. You could feel it more as a member of the flood. Like just being at the games, you could feel the atmosphere of a rivalry, and um, it's just good for not only the flood, obviously, but just the club. Um, the thing going forward will be consistency in who we play, so that we can continue to have a rivalry like we do with Muskegon. What are some of the things you're looking forward to? Getting back here, you know, getting players back on the pitch in 2021, what are you most looking forward to in this coming year? Uh, just being able to hang out at the games, watch good soccer. Um, it's super exciting every day. I have Twitter notifications turned on for the torrent. So anytime they tweet out, uh, just getting those notifications and seeing what's new and exciting. Um, the jerseys, that was huge for me. Uh, I've had every single jer home jersey since the first year. Um, so it's just, I just love it, the news and yeah, I just want to get back out there. I'm ready, ready to sing my heart out. <laughs> yeah. And I think there's a lot of people who are looking forward to joining you in that. What is, uh, coming up on the calendar for the flood? Are there any meetings scheduled? I imagine they'd have to be virtual at this stage, but is there, if there's not, is there a kind of a timetable of when people want to start convening again? Sure. Um, we want to kind of get together here at the end of March, early April, just kind of virtually talk about what our plan is for the season, uh, what we want to do. Uh, look forward to Twitter for more news on that um, and Facebook as well uh, when we decide when the date will be for that.
Okay. So moving forward, anyone who wants to reach out to the flood, get in contact with them. First and foremost, you're always welcome to stop over in the stands and just hang out or to tailgate beforehand. But virtually right now, they can reach out to you on the Flood Facebook page or on Twitter at MKE Flood. Dylan, thank you for answering our questions. If you can stick around for a, a minute here, we have another segment we like to do where we're going to answer some fan questions. Awesome. is the part in the show where we answer your questions live with our guest if you ever want to submit a question you can reach out to us at fc milwaukee torrent facebook page or hit us up on twitter at mke torrent this week is an addition we're going to call it ask the flood we've had ask the owner we've had ask the coach so this week it's going to be ask the flood we have two listener submitted questions this time around dylan do you think you're up for this oh i'm ready okay they're not too challenging i promise so our first question comes from Darf Roberts, which I hope is a fake name, but maybe maybe not. And Darf asks, what do you like best about being a supporter of a lower division club in comparison to a larger club? Uh, club over league. It's one of the easiest explanations you can give. We support the club regardless of what league they're in. Um, and we're ready to give the shirt off our back to support them. Um, it's just you got to have passion and in the lower league, like the MPSL, you could see the passion that they have. Um, I'm definitely ready to move up to division three. That's one of the biggest things I'm looking forward to. Um, but yeah, it's just the pure passion and yeah. Perfect. And then our second question is from John Thompson and John writes, what is your biggest challenge in a normal year in running a supporters group? I think the biggest challenge we've had so far is just being able to uh, continue to grow season to season. Um, I think that's one of the hardest things. Uh, it's pretty easy to go throw on Twitter and just interact with fans and people. Um, but just getting the, the growth of the group on game day, uh, I think that's the biggest struggle. And it's definitely something that I'm open to suggestions on how we can help grow that group. Perfect, and that's another thing I imagine they can reach out to you on Facebook or Twitter. We did it, Dylan. You survived. That was Ask the Flood. It wasn't uh, wasn't too harsh this time. Well, uh, <laughs> if you if you come back on another episode, we'll ask them to be a lot meaner to you. We'll 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 ask the Detroit City fans to submit questions uh, and see what they we, have to say. We could be here for hours for that. Yeah. I'd rather sit and listen to Cacho tell stories of him in Argentina for the next six hours. <laughs> yeah, you and you and me both. You and me both. So, Dylan Dooley. Uh, founding member of the Flood, lifelong Torrent fan for as long as there's been of Torrent. We thank you very much for your time. Appreciate it, Luke. Thank you. That is going to do it for the latest edition of Anchored in Milwaukee, the official FC Milwaukee Torrent podcast. We want to give a special thanks to our guest, Dylan Dooley of the Flood, for joining us. To learn more about the flood and get involved with them, you can visit them on Facebook or Twitter at MKE Flood. If you're looking for the latest FC Milwaukee Torrent gear or season ticket information for the 2021 season, visit www.milwaukeetorrent.com. You can also follow the team on Facebook or Twitter at MKE Torrent. Anchored in Milwaukee is now available everywhere you can get podcasts, so please subscribe, give us a rating, or tell a friend about the show. I'm your host, Luke Neitzel. This episode was edited and produced by Jaden Stevenson. Thank you for listening, and until next time, stay anchored together.
Once again, this episode of Anchored in Milwaukee was sponsored by Atlanta Mortgage and Sobelman's Pub. If you would like to learn more about sponsoring the club, email us at sales at milwaukeetorrent.com.